And now I have nothing. <laughs> Live from Chinchilla Villa inside the surviving Meyer, Meyer home. Meyer home. Let's take two, Mike. Live from Chinchilla Villa inside the surviving motor home where the owner has perfect hair and the best trimmed beard in the heart of Colfax, California. It's microphone therapy. Dun, 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 Did you, did that just happen? Please what, refrain from using ethnic slurs. What? Did what happen? How did it, the dun, 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 He just, he, he ended up lining up perfect right when you ended. Did it I started. already hear it? It's in my, yeah, oh. yeah, that's what he started out with. Okay. <clears throat> he started out with it, but it did a premature ejaculation thing. He was like, dur, 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 and he stopped it. It's like, I was like, that's like Mike was waiting for more voodoo. What? What? Hi. 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 What about this? <laughs> I should just do an entire show where I just respond via Harry Carey quotes. Well, that or Any whatever I have. Things. Whatever I have loaded in here. Remember eating pussy in the 80s and you had to get a little hair off your tongue and then just keep going? <laughs> That's what it's all about, Glenn. Don't rape it back, rape it forward. That's right. It's okay. It's just my wang. <laughs> That's it. That's just, it's just full of like Harry Carey. And- well, as usual, you're wrong. <laughs> get it on. Well, let's go. You're just having way too much fun I, with I this. I love MXC. We got a wine review. Start that. Okay. Tonight, tonight we're popping bottles. Fucking popping bottles, okay, bitches. Terrific. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, my dear. Is that champagne? It is. So well, I heard. I don't know if you're allowed to call it champagne when it's not in the champagne region. I, I've yeah. heard well, that with. Uh, I'm gonna let's, let's pretend it's. Let's <laughs> pretend it's champagne. But I've heard that uh, if it doesn't bubble up, that means that it's perfect. I don't believe that. So the reason why. Well, it, I can it say bubbles. that this has much less head than I'm used to receiving. Okay. <laughs> Less head than you're used to receiving. I thought you got head in the car on the way over here, you said. Yeah, I did say that. So, he- Heather so answers because- the phone. She's like, you're on speakerphone with Heather and Ryan. And I was like, <laughs> she's like giving me a precursor. Like, it's both of us right now. I'm like, what do you fucking think I'm going to say? Dude, I have to be warned every time. If, if somebody puts me on speakerphone, you have to tell me. Because I will inevitably say something horribly, horribly inappropriate. So I try to warn other people that they're on speaker and someone's there. Kellen does the same thing. He's like, hey. He'll answer the phone. He's like, I'm in, I'm in my car on speaker with the whole family, Uncle Blah. And I'm like, oh. oh where are you now? <laughs> All right. So what the take fuck it away. What is this thing? I can't read it. You want me to do it? Yeah. I need glasses. It's too small. Uh, you want to explain the champagne feature for tonight? Um, so um, with our wine review, as you heard, we are popping bottles. And we're popping bottles uh, tonight from Grocery Outlet. Uh, once again, not sponsored by Grocery Outlet. This is your Grocery Outlet wine review. We drink the cheap wine so you don't have to. Um, and tonight we have a sparkling what, wine. What would you call Well, how would you say that? Cordon Nou Classico. Cordon Nou Classico. I'll go with that. Um, oh. It is a rosé sparkler. Um, of course, I'm not going to call it a champagne because it's not technically from the champagne region that I'm aware of. Spell it. Um, it is. I'm sorry. C-O-D-O-R-N-I-U. So the back of this bottle says, and, and how did you say it? Cordenew? From the Central Coast. Cordenew <laughs> is the story of a family that dates back to 1551. Jesus. Dedicated to the growing and producing, uh, I'm sorry, dedicated to growing and producing wine. A historical event occurred in 1872 when Joseph, whatever the fuck, produced the first bottle of Cava? 
using the traditional method in the Saint... I I, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, Classico Rosé, a faithful reflection of a traditional cava. A cava made with a blend of uh, traditional red grape varieties, fresh and balanced pale pink with intense citrus and red root aromas. How do they spell cava? C-A-V-A. This wine is... Uh, this. I'm sorry, this... Uh, Oh, if we're allowed to call it champagne. This comes, this comes in at 12%. It's in a very nice bottle. It has a very nice labeling. It has a picture of a probably where they produce it on the back. It says that it is a product of Spain. Yep. And it is imported through Sonoma in California. So that is also a good trait, in my opinion. So a cava, I just looked it up, is is actually a Spanish sparkling wine. So if you say a cava, you're... You're saying it's from Spain and it's a sparkling that, wine. That product so. of Spain, and they're gonna they're gonna call this a brut, which I think is generally referring dryer? to a dryer. It is a little dry. Or a washing machine, <laughs> and it has a very what color would you call that? Red. It's no, it's like a it's a darker rosé though. It looks like a very dark grapefruit color to me. Like a wild salmon. It's like yeah. it's like a washed out blood. Family like, winemaker since 1551. It's like you. Probably have an STD yeah. color. Could be. Uh, I went through painstaking measures tonight to pick this up from Grocery Outlet. We had a nice conversation with a new gentleman that we've all met through me. I was the only one that actually met him. His name is Tony. Tony. He works at the Grocery Outlet in Grass Valley, bordering Nevada City, California. I had a pleasant conversation with him. He has his name on the sign there. He's the expert at white wines, and I will say wine in general. Very friendly gentleman, and we look forward to talking with him again. Thank you, Tony. I was really excited when he said that when he sent the picture of Tony and said he's the guy, and it says Tony's recommendations on the sign behind, and you got Tony, and he's like, "This Yay. is me," and I was like, "Yes!" So, like, it, even aside from that, like, you get the guy that has to taste the wines that helped pick these out, which is pretty cool. So, I know that like part of the shtick shtick is that I will occasionally get a shit wine, yeah. or Clay will get a shit wine, and it's like now we know don't buy that wine, but. The fact that we might actually be able to get somebody to steer us into the right direction of $5 wines, like, fuck yes, I will take that. And I had selected this myself, and he tried to persuade me to get something else, but he also said that this is excellent. And then his uh, the, the wine we will talk about next was his recommendation, and that'll be the Zinfandel. I, it, I'm going to say I'm not sad about this. No, not at all. This not is whatsoever. quite joyful. Yeah. It's sparkly. It didn't uh, <clears throat> didn't overflow on us. It's light and it is dry and it doesn't have any kind of an unpleasant. Sometimes champagne will immediately give you that like, like the bubbles are going up too far into your brain. Maybe would you agree with that? Yeah, I could say that. Yeah. I'd say that that's going to happen typically with cheaper stuff. Because let's face it, if you're drinking a bottle of champagne and it's under twenty bucks, you're you're drinking something probably from the grocery store. I think. And it's kind of florally, but not overly florally. I've had like um, some wines where I'm like, this actually tastes like I'm drinking someone's perfume. It does have a bouquet. A bouquet. That's what I said, a bouquet. A bouquet. A it's like bukkake, but different. I'm going to give this a... For five bucks? Seven? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm feel, I feel pretty strong with this. Okay. I mean, like, like you said, you know, for like five bucks, um, that ain't half fucking bad. And this, re- you know, how the, at Grocery Outlet, they'll tell you where, what you'll pay for this at another... Um, uh, store yeah. yeah did it say do you remember it did it was it was 13 dollars. oh excellent yeah. so we did well on this one for the money i would say so Here's and now i you. know what a kava is and to michael i thought they were talking like kava like 
kava root from like you know tropical regions which is like the root that they mash up and it tastes like fucking dirt and it's supposed to be like hallucinogenic hmm. it's supposed to get you high hella high i wouldn't know anything about that Natural. kind of behavior hella high well, all I know is that I drank a lot of it trying to get to the high, and then I threw up a lot of kava at one time. Weird. In a rainforest in Tahiti. Are you serious? Yes. Fiji, actually. I was in Fiji. Fiji. On, a, on an island at a dive uh. at a dive place, and they had a kava ceremony one night, and so I'm drinking it, and they're like, oh, yeah, it makes you, like, hella relaxed, like you're hella high, or you get a little hallucinogenic or crazy, and da-da-da-da-da. I was like, awesome. And so, like, I kept taking drinks of it, thinking, anytime now. You had 34 glasses of it? Yeah. <laughs> anytime, drinking it out of a fucking coconut shell. I'm like, this is going to be great. It tastes like shit, but this is going to be the best high ever. And then I ended up just drinking too much liquid and just vomited kava. So you were going for the high on that one. Yeah. I was like, if, if I'm going to drink something that tastes this much like shit, like, it better be good. And all the fucking natives are running around, and I'm like, they're probably just mixing up dirt with this water. And I'm like, watch these fucking tourists. Nice. So we had a nice dinner tonight before we got started. We had bratwurst and bangers. Bangers. And we had, uh, what kind of pancakes were Hold those? on, hold on. No, it's not bratwurst and bangers. What is it? Those are the same thing. Oh, we had the same thing twice? We had bockwurst and bangers. They were separately labeled. Beans. Bockwurst. Potato pancakes. And I smoked a backwoods cigar. Halfway through that, <laughs> with apples, I had a homemade back, applesauce. I had an applesauce backwood cigar, homemade. Not the cigar. How do you know you don't? Uncoated together, sparkling rosé. So, I would say this is good. So I'm good with this wine. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. So I have a problem, and that's called I grow a mustache. Okay. Um, not like your mustache, obviously, but like I have a lot of hair on my lip and I, it bothers me. I'm sure other people don't see it as much, but, um, you know, I wax it and have for years and years, but my skin has gotten to the point where anytime I wax my lip now, I break out like a motherfucker. So instead of hair, I just have fucking zits. Zits. All over. I'm sure it's like skin irritation or whatever, but Mm -hmm. then like I have these zits like all over my lip and it's driving me fucking crazy. Well, I have that's. I can have that lasered. Um, I figured that after I get the other parts taken care of, zap, zap, that's going to be zap. my next hit. Your next hit? My next hit. Oh. I don't want them to laser my tit. I mean, I guess they could laser my tit, but I don't know what they to laser off. My wife, who wants to be called Shauna now, yes. says that um, all women grow facial hair. They do. I mean, to some extent, but a lot of it's, you have hair like all over your face, but then some people get the ones like the stragglers under the chin. She says you could get like one, like you could be female and just get like one black hair growing out. Of, and if you didn't yeah. do anything, it would grow down like into your mouth. Yeah. And come out your ear. <laughs> Through your nose. She didn't flash. actually say that. Um, It's Loss. like, it, it does. So like some people have like a mole or something like that or a birthmark and you can like grow a hair out of it. But there are like, I've got one under my chin. It's just one. And it hasn't, I don't think it's been forever, but it just, every once in a while, like I'll go like this and I can feel it mm-hmm. and it's like stubbly and I'll like pull it out like as soon as I can get to it. But I just get this, this light mustache and it's a little bit darker, like right here. So I have like the Vato look. Right. Like right here. Which is extremely popular right now. It is. And especially on a woman. Well, not only that, but on cars. Have you seen the mustaches stickers that they put on the front of cars? Oh yeah, I have seen that. That would be for Lyft. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's what's Lyft. Or- what's Lyft? Like an Uber? Or the mustache is pink? Yes. Hmm. I like my mustache pink whenever I can. doesn't happen very often anymore. I mean, yeah. yeah. You just put like a throw a lip on top of it and you're like, look, I'm pink. Right. right. Like this. <laughs> when, when dad and I were up in uh, Washington, there was a lady that uh, her husband ran a manufacturing shop. Well, she, they both did. She, sweetest lady in the world, but uglier in scent. And mm-hmm. she had a snaggletooth 
on top of that, like she got hit with everything that you could possibly like, did have. it go over her bottom? Yeah, like she had she had like a, a vampire. It looked like a, a a a sickle. Oh God! Yeah, she had a tooth that with a with a like a, a vampire. Aren't you decorated on. for Christmas already? Yeah. Look at you! And <laughs> she had a mole with a gigantic hair. Awesome. That was you know so. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, like you'd stand up and it'd like reach out to touch you. It's like, yeah, oh, it was featured on the Haunted tentacle. Mansion album from when we were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. It was just. I that. <laughs> you had it too? At the beginning of it, it's the van starting up. It's all. <laughs> so you want to visit a haunted house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had it? It was black and it yeah. had the house on the front? Yes. Oh, fuck. I can't believe it. How funny is that? We are old. Yeah, we are. I mean, I guess you could, but it's like shaving it, so then when it grows back in, it's going to be like all fucking stubbly. And then get a rat to gnaw that fucking mole off your face for 25 cents? What is that, Uncle Buck? Yeah. I mean, you could shave it. Why the fuck would I want to shave it? Weird. Then I get shaving rash. I already get that on my legs. I have seen a girl that's so beautiful with a big fucking M&M right on her face. It happens. And I was like, well, I'm not going to. Well, maybe I will fuck her well, face. <laughs> um, who was it that came out? Cindy, was it Cindy Crawford? Yeah. With the big mole? No, bigger than that. Oh, it's bigger than a city. Oh, man, you can hang a Christmas ornament off this thing. (laughs) It had its own zip code. (laughs) Just put the fly whacker on it. Hold this. And she was like, and everything else was just like a 10 and a half. And and I was just like looking at her. And you could just tell. She She never had an inkling of everything else to go fix that. Like, I'm thinking, like, if you had the mole and you had to live with it, you're like, well, I better make sure the rest of it is okay. If she fixed that, she'd be a 12. That's. Even with the mole, she was still a ten and a half. You bounce a quarter right off that out. You know what I mean? Well, but I was, but like I said, I was looking at her and she was looking at me, and I was hammered, and I was like, "Did you know you have that big old no, fucking thing on your face?" No, there was this look in her eye. All of a sudden, she was like, "You're looking at that fucking thing on my face," and I at that point I couldn't look away. I'm not gonna make it weirder. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah, I am." And it, Just do I, it complete off. And I was powers. like, and I was like, compared to everything holy else, moly. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like she's saying there's like the number two yeah. like i or like i'm aware there's a mole on my face I, i'm like i was like i'm gonna take that mole, mole and gift wrap it and remember it forever because that mole comes with a lot of talent just hide it with a big glob of jizz right so i, I mean it, well, you have to think that she was handed that mole yeah because no one could be that perfect yeah so that's her give yeah like maybe everything else is fantastic but you have to live with that mole so laura brought it up i just have to get in the clear on this i've never done a money shot in my life okay i'm surprised by that not at all i mean that's not my style okay i don't know to do this information i've now. stood on a toilet in a motel room and peed on a girl while she's in the shower but never a money shot oh well and that was her request she okay, was like, yeah. do you want to pee on me? And I was like, not really. And she's like, we'll do it anyways. And I was like, okay. Why did you have to stand on the toilet? <laughs> That's actually a good question. Because I'm not very tall. Because <laughs> standing on the side of the tub is too dangerous. <laughs> was she taking a shower or was she tub? taking a bath? She was taking a shower. So this was in. Was it, there a shower curtain? Could you just like part the curtain and just like pee on her leg? Here's like- the funniest part of this. We could walk to where I'm talking about right now. It was like, uh. What's the one near your work? Not Foothill. There's another one with something eight. Super eight. Yeah, it was in Super Eight downstairs, first floor. Oh, the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> this girl's wild, man. The, the ESPN has been running ads for the Ocho. Yeah. Like that's a joke. No, because they were gonna. They are doing. Um. Or, they I think they did. The they for a for for the hell of it. They decided they were going to make the Ocho for a day, and they have championship rock skipping. 
Good. It was awesome. That is fantastic. Yeah, yeah that was. They like they narrated come, it and everything. Yeah, so they had they were you know they had a guy come up and wind up and do his whole thing just like a normal rock sport. Skipping. I watched yeah. it on the Ocho. Yeah, Can't and then enough he, of it. He's like, this is a world record rock skip, and then he threw it, and then, you know it skips across the water and whatever else. Then and they cut to you know after yeah. the, the, during the interview or whatever else like that. I was like, yeah, I had to I had to limber up. I blew out a muscle. Blah blah blah. Last competition, <laughs> and I really had to. uh Really had to work that joint out and, you know, make sure that I could get back into, you know, fighting form and, and, you know, compete as, as myself, as a champion, like I normally do. And, you know, I just want to thank God and, and mom and everybody else for really seeing me through to this point. So was it a shower stall or a bathtub shower? We're back on the pee thing? Yes. It was a normal, disgusting motel bathroom. We've been in there all for like a day and a half doing God knows what. I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking disgusting already. So <laughs> when she brought up the pee on me thing, it was I, I wasn't like, oh, my God, uh, yeah. how could you dare suggest that to me? That's just point? disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so what's the question? No, she's in a regular fucking motel. Well, we're shower. just starting to figure out why you were standing. Why on the were toilet? you standing on a toilet? She said, do you want to pee on me? And I said, I, I don't think I said anything. And, and then she was like, no, you do. And so I just hopped up on the toilet. Because it just seemed like the right thing to do. Well, I, I, maybe I wanted to be above her. Because I was like, because let's face it, every girl I've ever been in the shower with has been pissed on whether they realize it or not. Well, yeah, absolutely. But like maybe instead of it just being on the back of her leg, you're like, you should probably no, take this to like the toilet. Yeah, we wanted to get the tits and okay. everything else. Why did she just have her kneel down? I don't know, Mike. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I think, I, when you've been sitting around in questions. a hotel room for two days smoking meth, I mean, you don't n- normally think these things yeah. through, maybe? You were like, hold on. <laughs> no, no, I know. Let me, yeah. let I, me, I know. Let me jot this down logistically. Yeah. Okay, here's the tub. Right. Here's your drawing it out. And here's the... Here's the we toilet. know. If I go from yeah. this angle. But for people that are listening, yeah. they're going to ask these questions like, why the fuck was he on the toilet? Why didn't he ask her to kneel down? Why, why is she, you know... Well, she's just in a regular I mean, bath. Let's be honest. Shower. If, you, if you're in the shower at a Motel Eight or a Super a yeah. Super Ocho, do you want to kneel down in the shower? No. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, well, they clean it. So first mm-hmm. of all, if you're in a place like that, I mean, I, ha- I have, I have laid down, and you're doing drugs. You, you're all bets are off. You're you don't give a fuck at that point. Right. Right. You might try to stick the telephone receiver up your ass. I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm have. just trying to figure out why yeah. you just didn't open up the shower curtain and just pee on her from the floor. But I don't like, know standing why. There. I, I didn't know it was going to be... Acrobats. I, I feel like I shouldn't have brought it up. Parkour. Parkour. Oh, yeah. Why didn't you have her lie down? I mean, I, I'm excited. But Do then I, again, I mean, it's you have to think of what you were doing and where your head was at at that time. Fuck no. No pun intended. Yeah. I hope I hope you had one foot on the back of the toilet tank. You know, no, I was like, just double duck footing it on the... <laughs> duck footing it. Little limp flaccid thumb. <laughs> yeah. Trying to... Get, maybe that's what it trying was. To trying, it, to, trying to get a stream going. You know what I mean? As it's like stopping... With your dark yellow... In black piss. <laughs> How many energy drinks did I have? That's not healthy. You know what's more fucked up? I think we got the room for another night after that. <laughs> of course you did. did they kick, like, Should yes. we stay again for $78? Did they kick yes. you out for two hours while they cleaned it and Fuck you had no. to walk around? I feel sorry Bowman. for I feel sorry for some of the people that have had to go behind me in mo- <laughs> even hotel rooms, even nice places and clean up at times. I feel bad for them anyways. Like, and it's not all the time because I'm usually pretty picky about leaving stuff out. Like I just, it's like being at home. Like I can't stand the clutter. And so it bothers me when there's just shit all over. So I'll go through and like yeah. periodically clean. But that said, there have been times where I've stayed in a hotel room, had to be there three or four days and I bring my food in because 
I don't want to go anywhere. Right. And so then I have like fucking food trash going everywhere. But it's their job. I know. Just I feel bad. Like why? I feel bad because they already have to like sanitize everything. I literally stopped feeling bad for people that have to clean motel rooms when Dad and I stayed at the Fremont Inn in Fremont, Mm -hmm. and it was a there was the biggest fucking shithole. And we came back, and they were supposed to you know replace towels, do you know change bed sheets and this and that. And when we came back, the room was exactly as we had left it. Mm -hmm. and nothing had been done so dad called over and said what the fuck clean this shithole right now you know it's it's in the contract or whatever it was and and they waffled and it took them two hours just to do that i don't feel bad if we're staying in a in a hotel where it's their job to do that i mean you're not uh, don't fuck it up uh, obviously but if you have trash and whatnot and you're just being a you're being an adult or you're being a, a responsible person and throwing your stuff away and you're not throwing it out a window. And not jizzing all over the world. Yeah. Maybe just like in one or two Although, spots. I will say this, and there is video of this somewhere on the internet. <gasps> There's at least 45 minutes of it. Um, I was at the Hyatt in Los Angeles years back. Mm-hmm. That's and, a nice place. No, it's not. Oh, it's not? No. <laughs> There's a reason why they call it the Riot House. It's off Sunset Boulevard. Oh. So the night that we were there, the day after, uh, Metallica was playing House of Blues. So we were there for a couple nights, and we were having a party in one of the rooms, and we're all out on the balcony and up on, on, on the street on Sunset. So right in front of the Hyatt, there's a big fountain, and I'm standing out there egging people on. You know, people with, uh, well, um, throwing fucking change at the douchebags that have convertibles. So I'm winging change down in the, on the Sunset Boulevard and trying to hit these cars because these, the people, as they're right. driving by, some of them are egging us on. They're like, oh, you couldn't fucking wham, you know, all of a sudden a fucking a handful of change just comes flying out of the air at them, right? Out of the fountain. Out of me. Out of me. Why would it come out of the fountain? Oh, I don't know. Oh, because like people put because I don't in like it? throwing money away. <laughs> like, why just pennies. Oh. pennies, pennies and uh, and uh, bottle caps. Oh, oh, good. Okay, winging bottle caps at people. So, anyways, apparently it was a prom going on that night or some shit like that, and these people are all dressed up, and there's a guy with two good-looking girls, and everybody's egging the girls on from this balcony, and the girls start pole dancing on the light pole while the guy pukes into the fountain. <laughs> What's okay. even better is that he decided to wash his face off in the fountain. That he just puked that in. That he just puked in. Washing your face with your own puke. Oh right. We have it on video. Ew, I don't I would so look gross. at that. Yes. Among other things. Oh, did he get it from like a different tier? Like no, 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 the bottom tier and pull the water from the top tier or Oh we don't I um no. Oh. No. Um we had to evacuate the balcony after that because some asshole up on the So we were up like halfway better than halfway we're like on the eighth floor there's like 14 floors mm-hmm. and some asshole up on 12 decided to uh start throwing beer bottles oh. so we were just standing there all of a sudden you see like a beer bottle fucking fly by the the balcony and then and then we heard sirens and then everybody scattered so that ended our night excellent yeah that was fun i don't want to puke in the fountain yeah I that do. was the best part was puking in the fountain while the girls danced on but I can imagine because most people just treat hotels like shit, so they probably just like throw like maxi pads on the ground or oh. like band aids or when whatever. you when you walk in in the riot house, they literally have had stopped putting expensive TVs or you know not even expensive TVs, regular TVs and sound systems in 
in in the uh, in the rooms and locking them down because people would end up throwing them out the window. So you basically had those twenty dollar Radio Shack TVs, those yes. you know twelve inch or fifteen inch TVs, and those fucking cheap realistic stereo systems that you could buy just in case someone decided to throw them out a window. They were all bolted down, but they weren't going to last long. Right. Uh, unfortunately, the night after we when we had left at the Metallica show, someone fell off the balcony. So. Thanks. No, no one that we knew. Into the fountain. You said Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. You know what I like about Sunset Boulevard? That is it. That is Los, in Los Angeles and not here. Not only that, but if you stay on it, for people that don't know this, you will end up right in Beverly Hills. Yeah. If you keep going, you can drive right the fuck out of California. <laughs> Does just, it just keep going? You just take a right and then drive up the 101 and gone. And gone. Yeah. Up uh, through Palm Springs. Take a right and drive north. I never take a right. I don't go there. Why would you go to... Going left goes to San Diego. Going right goes to... All the times I've been in Southern California, and actually, I've never toured Hollywood. Really? And I've never been down Sunset. Really? No shit. Oh, boy. I'm down there all the time. I would have thought... I have a lot of good memories, but... I'm always, like, at conferences and shit. Like, it's never, like... I just have a day to fuck off. Yeah. uh, Fuck Southern California. The place is a goddamn... It is such a... It's a backwards fucking shithole town where everybody is either trying to be famous be famous or is famous for something i was listening to rogan today again and we got on tom segura so rogan's in uh texas now or yeah austin austin texas okay and uh his whole new studio set up and i was i was flipping through names just trying to find i already told you david lee roth got on my nerves again somehow yeah i couldn't do it still a diamond day fan yeah so I got on uh, Tom Segura, and he he wants to. So all these guys lived in L.A. Mm-hmm. and uh, they're Tom, all leaving. T- Tom Segura's leaving. Adam Carolla, and and so playing along, Rogue, uh, Rogan's like, why? And he said, and Tom Segura's like, this place is. He said, aside from all the political bullshit that's going on, he said, this place is fucking trashed right now. He says, you'll go to pull on the freeway on the the one ten or whatever it is, and there it there's just trash everywhere and homeless camps. That's the thing. Every single on-ramp or off-ramp is just, and it's not just like, oh, hey, this guy found the one tree and on that's in that little strip and did it. No, it's like a fucking encampment. Yeah, yeah listen to Adam Carolla talk about it. Yeah. Um, we did a video. I talked about a video that we that oh, the, was on Venice. Yeah, we saw Venice that. is completely empty of any tourists anymore. It's all homeless camps and they're all fighting each other. Yeah, they're just beating the shit out of each other, or stabbing each other, or shooting each other with potato guns, or so whatever. All, like junkies, and yeah. And my know. joke is like because where I go to is like I didn't realize that Santa Ana was like super ghetto, uh-huh. and that's where I go a lot of the times is right in the Santa Ana area. And so now when people tell stories about that, I'm like, oh, so basically everything's just turned into Santa Ana. Everybody's like, mm-hmm. but yeah, pretty much everything's just turning into Santa Ana. What a Anna. bummer! Like, well, that's like somebody was like, oh, you know, when you can go down to San Francisco, I'm like, no thanks. It's just let as me, bad. Let me tell you where the fuck I don't want to go. Where you can shit on the street and someone will pull up on a scooter and clean it up. Even if they no, do that. They don't, they don't even They clean quit it. cleaning it up. Oh, they, they said they, it, they couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. Wow. Once Gavin Newsom became governor of California, he, well, San, he San Francisco, Francisco anyways, fucking but. turned into a big homeless campground. Huh. They have wagons. They have, the, yeah, well, wagons. Trailers. Mm-hmm. They have needle trailers. And it's just there, and then people take the free needles, and I'm, I'm for that. Fine, clean needles, whatever. That, that's I Please think that's a great idea. Use more drugs, but they just throw them on the ground, and they don't clean them up. Yeah, the city doesn't clean it. Well, that sucks. And even the tourist area, it smells I mean, like it's not. 
Oh my god, it smelled like piss anyways. Yeah. It's, 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 it smells in like San piss. Francisco. Yeah. Oh god, the whole place. It's always smelled like piss. Well, no, no, what, it's it's That's what I said. I was like it's always kind of had a pissy smell to it just like because yeah. it's always had like homeless and it smells like people a anyways. fucking porta potty. But, but now it, but it's really bad. Then you get really the air bad. coming in and you're like it's a little bit bad. It's just, it's really bad now. I mean, I, I went down to Fisherman's Wharf when I was a kid, Pier 39, all that oh, shit. Oh, it was fine then. I remember my, my mom saying, like, don't touch the walls in the elevator. I'm like, why? And she's like, because it- bums piss all over them. And I yeah. was like, and that's what she said. Yeah. That's what I, she was like, <laughs> don't, it. don't fucking touch anything. That's pretty much what it is. And so, I mean, I remember distinctly when I was younger and then going as a young adult and, and a little bit older is that, I, I mean, it was just, it was a known thing that when you went to San Francisco, you were in it, encounter homeless people, people sleeping in the park, whatever. But I'm trying to remember what year it was that I I had to go down there for like a comp or, or I went down there for a convention. And that was like when I realized like this shit is really fucked up. So this was probably like maybe six or seven years ago. And I was like, OK, this is really, really, really bad. And then I had to go back for a conference. We had a conference that I had to attend um, for work and just walking the streets back and forth and a couple of things. And I even want to say it was like in December or something like that. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like we're walking past a guy and he's just laying there in a, in a doorway. And there's just a huge river of piss going from him down into the sewer drain. And you have to walk through it. And I'm like, Oh Jesus Lord. But then when we went down for that convention, we had two instances. Well, there's probably three, but um, two specifically, Vanessa and I were walking and we're walking just behind a guy and he's keeping a good pace. And we're walking behind him like we weren't right up his butt or anything. And all of a sudden, as we're like talking away, da 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 da, and walking down the street, broad daylight, guy turns to the side, doesn't miss a step, and pukes straight projectile blah, off to his side. And then he just turns and keeps going, doesn't break a step. And we were just like stopped, like, oh my God. And just waited for him to finish puking. And we're like, oh my God, we have to walk past this now. Like, <laughs> What did we just see? Like, and, and of course it's me. I'm like, that guy didn't break a fucking stride. Like I would have to stop and like lean over or something. Not him. He just does it every turned, puked and kept fucking going. He's a, he's a seasoned professional. Puker. Obviously. Like I'm a little jealous. Like I, mean, I wish I could there's power do that. walking and then there's power puking. I mean, that was definitely a power puke. And then the same, <laughs> the same trip, one of the nights we were, we were coming somewhere and, um, we actually walked up to um, a stoplight and we were waiting to cross uh, like at a crosswalk and then a bum rolled up and just pulled down his pants and started shitting right there behind the, now the that's newspaper where I, thing. That's where I draw the line. Yeah, that's that's not the first time I've seen. I mean, since then, I've seen someone shit on the street in San Francisco another time when I had to go there. Fuck also that. behind a newspaper thing. So that's like the thing. That, that's the place to go. Oh, and we were eating breakfast in a cafe somewhere. <laughs> and there's like this big picture window <clears throat> and this guy comes out. And he starts yelling and screaming at nobody in the street and starts throwing a fucking bottle. And then he's chasing after the bottle and then he throws it again. And then a taxi comes up and he starts yelling at the taxi guy. Yeah. And we're all just eating our breakfast, watching it out like the big window. We're like, oh, my God. So what I love so much about living in Grass Valley across from the bowling alley. Oh, my God. What you would call the uh, tenderloin part. Of <laughs> <laughs> if you were to name a part of that, so area, it would be the tenderloin. The shit you can see on a rainy day on construction and and. The, the place is like, you got to go up five or six steps, right? Mm-hmm. So you're elevated. Mm. So what if I looked out my Victorian front piece of shit window? I mean, this right. the house is fucking older than God, right? Don't lean against the window too hard. You might oh, go right yeah. through oh. it. I mean, like, so, uh, like you were saying, like one day, all this shit, and I look out the window, and I'm like, who the fuck is, Yelling. who's screaming and having an argument with 10 other people? Just one girl. Yeah. Just arguing with herself. Because they had this weird little, uh, and they still do. It's like a weird little, uh, it used to be a used car lot in the corner of the bowling alley parking lot. Okay. Then it became like an antique dealer 
but no one's ever there. My wife was like, that's a drug front. I'm like, no, it's not. It and could she, be. She's like, yeah, it is. It's all painted all weird colors and shit and new and like weird cars and buses and stuff were coming in and out of there all the time. I'm like, no, it's not. She's like, it's a drug front. I'm like, no, it's not. So that's where everybody hung out. Like the kids are skateboarding, which I thought was cool. But you'd see some weird shit out there. One day I was laying on the couch on a rainy day. Mm-hmm. I already had a couple drinks and I was like, I mean, I'll take a little, little nap and it's actually raining outside. And then, uh, cars right so i stand up real quick i'm all excited now and i look out the window and this is like my favorite one i ever saw so there's a there's a black uh one of those power wagon uh magnum station wagon dodge cars yeah being chased by another black car i don't remember what what kind and they go into the little thing right there which used to be a car lot and they do like a power loop right on each other's tail the one pulls out and goes left, and the other one goes left, and the first guy slams on his brakes, and the other guy crashes into him. Oh, and I mean, like, the bumper's ripped off. The The guy in the power wagon thing turns around, crashes into the black car behind him that's trying to back up, and then they both turn around and go different directions. And I was like, what just happened? Remember in Goonies when he's got the ice cream cone <laughs> thing, and it smashed against the window, and he's like, that car involved. That was me. I was like, so I didn't know what to do. I was so excited. I called 911. <laughs> so I run outside, and I called 911. I was like, these two cars just crashed into each other. And she's like, we haven't heard anything about it. And I was I'm like, staring at her I'm right like, now. I swear to God, I would never make this up. And she's like, okay, well, uh, we will... Uh, We'll, we'll keep an eye out, I guess. I, I was showing everybody all day. I was like, you see that part of that bumper off that car over there? I saw the whole thing happen. <laughs> hey, you ever here, seen a car crash into another car? <laughs> and, here, and here he is like four years later. I saw this car yeah. crash one time. Oh, they so chased each other excited. and then went in opposite directions when they were done. Because I was like, the, were they doing like, hey, let's play Demolition Derby with this? I was like, did they steal the cars? Do they know Probably. each other? Is it a uh, car rage deal? They probably stole, they probably knew each other and stole the cars and were chasing each yeah. other and dicking around. And it got and out they, of control. Yeah. And they met up later at Denny's and were like, that was badass. Yeah, they had wow. to abandon them, wipe the their prints down. Dude, and- uh, where's my car? Yeah, totally. <laughs> what does mine say? By the way, fingerprints don't work. Oh. Um, everybody don't. touches everything. Yeah. So lifting prints off of anything, yeah. like handguns or anything yeah. else like that, that's a Hollywood and I don't know how I, I know, know this. They use prints, but, but it's if, probably like if you ever do get into some fucking gangster shit and you're worried about it, take a can of Pam, yeah, spray everything down, or just burn the fucking car to the ground. Yeah, you can do that with a quart of oil. You just get a quart of oil in the car. Yeah, fucking throw something in there. Light it on fire. Oh, that thing will go up like I don't know how I know this. That thing will go up like a fucking Ku Klux Klan meat. Yeah. <laughs> you probably by the time, you probably poured like motor oil on like rubber tires and be like, this thing is still burning and it's been two weeks later. I haven't done anything. I researched these things on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I looked them up. Yeah. I have I have done deep, deep late night research. In nineteen ninety two, I got on YouTube and I was like, so if this no, did Anarchist happen, Cookbook. Right. Oh. That's all we had back then. Yeah. The Anarchist Cookbook, and the guy came out recently. It, it, there's a there's a documentary on it. And he actually it was kind of apologetic because there's some fucked up shit in there. I'll give you oh. an example. And this is yeah, dirty bombs and shit. You can take a light bulb apart, right? If mm-hmm. you can get a light bulb apart, and believe me, you can. There's yes, many yeah. different purposes for getting a light bulb apart. I know, I know, yeah. probably a couple of you may have used that. For and it. then fill a light bulb with gunpowder. Yeah. Put it back together. Screw it. Don't. Don't do it while the guy's flipping the light off and on. Right. The next person that turns the light on in the room. It'll just fucking explode. So um, yeah. uh, that's like a stick of dynamite, basically, that much gunpowder. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, what's a, what's a, an eighth of dynamite is a cherry bomb? 
like the things they blow up toilets with. Yeah, it's like a it's like a quarter stick of dynamite. That's like your thumb of gunpowder. Imagine filling up a fucking light bulb, Fuck, especially dude. the old ones from when we were kids. Are like bring me one of those one tens. I gotta go get that book. Yeah. Oh, you can download it. I never read it. I have it. Oh. Matt Burquest and I went down to San Francisco. Matt Burquest and I Matt went down Burquist. to San Francisco in 1994. Okay, Matthew McConaughey. First thing he wanted to do is go over there and get that fucking book. <laughs> of course he did. People weren't shitting on the street yet, but you know what? It was coming. It was coming. And he did. And you know what? I, I'll never forget this because I had smoked some pot and sometimes people had a bong. Every fucking other store on Haight Ashbury was like, it was just bongs yeah like the size of this room or bigger bongs huge bongs yeah so huge that was that was cool. and, and i can't did we get acid not that time i don't know but i haven't gone to those types of locations necessarily but i've been lots of other places yeah. in san francisco that and now i don't want to go anywhere in san francisco because last time we were there was i used probably, to love going to japantown in san francisco they have great you know but i'm a nerd so right uh a uh, little little Books. china Bookstore, no, Japantown. Oh, they have a Japantown too? Yeah. Well, you were just looking for anime? No, they literal books. I was looking for specific books. Uh, reading right. books, oh. stuff like that. Hello in, Kitty, in choose your adventure. Yeah. Yeah. In Japanese? I like yeah. Michael's. Yeah. Uh, let's get a little more bubbly. I was I was um, taking a, a, for my college degree, you had to take a uh, language. Yeah. So I took Japanese because I like, I do like anime and stuff like that, but there was a, there's a book series called Record of Lotus War. It's very, it's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And what the original series was, the guy that created the anime series and wrote it all and, and the manga and whatever else, wrote, um, detailed out all of his adventures. It's like a diary. Yeah. Right? There's a specific word for it, but it's a diary. Yeah. So anyways, and then he turned that diary into a book series and then later into a manga series and animated. But there's a book series. Yeah. And I've been looking for that book series. It exists. I can't find it anywhere. I got a friend that lives in Japan. I was going to ask him, but I can't find it fucking anywhere. Like if I go to Japanese websites and, and search for it, yeah, can't find it anywhere. So I don't know if it's out. Of, and, I, and I can't like all my normal resources where I can find stuff has it listed, but there is no known digital copy of it. Yeah. And it pisses me off because there has to be. It's just... It's like one of those things that's just out of reach. Can't can't quite grab can't it, you know. It. And you're fucking you're frustrated because you're like, oh, it's I can see it, it's right there. Like and an my, actual. And I get real... these dumb fucking stubby fingers and I can't reach it. Um, I don't even remember what the last time I was. Oh, oh, the last time I was in San Francisco might have been actually for work. So I tried not to be outside too much. But uh, Ryan and I went down because he had his best friend in from out of state. And we went down for some reason. I think his cousin was down there. So, fuck, I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. Ryan has this thing in his head of work going to San Francisco is nice because you can see the ocean or do something on the pier and like it's cooler in the summer or whatever. Right. Fuck, I don't know. And We're he going forgets, to San Francisco. And he forgets that people shit all over. And so we got there. And as soon as we got out of the car, I said, take a deep breath. And he, he's like, yeah. And I go, what do you smell? And he's like, nothing. And then his best friend gets out of the car. So I was dating. He goes, why does it smell like piss right here? And I'm like, it smells like piss everywhere. <laughs> We're calling Mim. Oh. Why? Why are we calling Mim? Let's see if this will work. See if you can hear this in your headphones. We can hear it. Hello? Can you hear it in the headphones? I can hear it in the headphones. Mim. What? This is your oldest, handsomest son calling you. Yes, I know your voice. And you are on microphone therapy. Do I need therapy? 
Yeah, we, we know you need therapy. You're you're on the podcast right now. Oh, I am. So Heather's here and Mike's here and the whole and Ryan, Heather's husband, is here and Laura's here. And we we're talking about San Francisco. And first of all, we wanted to. So now we're going to wish you it's not live, but you can listen to it later. We're wishing you a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Late happy birthday. Can you hear? Can you hear us? Happy late happy birthday. So happy birthday. You get, you. you get 35 seconds to tell us because we're on the subject of San Francisco and you were just down for the. Uh, Tell us about the art exhibit you saw and how cool it was. And also, really quickly, tell us about Grandpa's painting and where you stayed. So, Grandpa painted the restaurant inside the Palace Hotel, the dining area. Oh. And my bucket list was to go there and re- like step into his painting, basically. So, my girlfriend and I stayed at the Palace Hotel for a couple of nights, and it was as lovely as his painting pig did. And then we went to the Van Gogh um, exhibit, which was more of a, it, it wasn't his, his original art as in a painting. It was a show where they would take images of his art the 3D. and then graphically make it come to life. I don't know the technology behind it. Mike's smiling. He knows about it. I don't mean to interrupt you. Keep going. Well, well, that's basically it. I mean, it was fantastic. So it's like you're in a room, a large building basically but the walls the floor and even partial uh, images on the ceiling so it's like you're inside his painting sounds like an acid and And you know like for instance there's a picture of a self-portrait where he has a hat on with a white brim and there's candles on the edge of the brim and the they're lit and so then you can see the flame you know waving as if it's in a breeze or whatever and then slowly each candle would go out that sounds really neat yeah it was cool and then you invited us but of course it's not going to be there long enough so we planned a trip for, uh, you'll have to explain that too. We have a family trip coming up that I'm really looking forward to. Oh, yeah, returning to the Palace Hotel, and then we're going to go see the Nutcracker Ballet. Right. Okay, yeah. my dear, I love you very much. Big kisses. You're officially on microphone therapy. Well, then, I'm, I'm grateful to be a contributor. And I have to say, for 55... You look fantastic. I find it strange that you had me when you were 10, but we can talk about that later in private. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, Mike. So she got to witness this shit on the street firsthand. I don't know. Probably. So Probably. they've been pimping this that uh, 3D Van Gogh thing on uh, Facebook. Sounds like a horrible so, acid trip. So when you're flipping through it, one of the pictures is, I don't know if it's Starry Night. I can't remember which one, but there's one that has a house. And... They flip the camera or something as, as, as they're going through the room. Mm-hmm. And the entire room is his painting. You are inside this painting. It's, it's fucking incredible. That's what she said. She said it was, uh, it was an absolute spectacle. Uh, like just eye candy. Basically. Yeah. They're not, and this is, this is the first. They're testing it out with Van Gogh and then they're going to go from there. How cool is that? And I know you love stuff like that because I've come over here and you're on your virtual reality. Oh, yeah. Thing. Just dicking around. Yeah. I'd probably do the same thing I do at every museum. I'd be like, cool. Yeah. Next. Where's the bar? Cool. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's I, neat. I get completely Next. just sucked into that shit. And it's so overwhelming. I find it in museums actually extremely interesting and some of the stuff in like the history and the natural museums and, and geology and artifacts and all that stuff. And I, I get... I actually am interested in it, but my attention span for it is short. Like, I'm not going to just stand there like my father used to just stand over stuff and like really, but look at the vase and this and that. And I'm like, 
It's face. Well, the uh, was it the the space and science and industry museum or whatever the hell it was in, in um, Chicago. Uh-huh. I think it's science industry. One of those. And when you walk in, they have like a full size World War II submarine. They have one of the Enigma boxes there, and then when, as you're going through, they have one, one of the first uh, fire carts, the, fi- or the firemen. Um, okay. Fire trucks. It's not a truck, obviously. It's a yeah, like the little it's a cart. A rickshaw. It's a fire rickshaw. Yeah, it's a wagon. Whee! Just one guy going woo woo yeah. in the front. Yeah, it looks like a Wells Fargo. You know. <laughs> I really yeah. like the. Uh, they have the science place yeah. down there. Exploratorium. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. That thing's cool too. And they changed. They changed like locations, I think. But the last I got, Jay was little when I when I took him last. So it's been a long time. I took Cameron when he was like nine. That's probably a good age for it. We had a good time. It's um, the last time I went. I was in high school. So yeah. You know, in fourth grade, they took us on that field trip to San Francisco. We went to the place we just talked about. We did. We went to the Exploratorium when it's in its old when it was in its old location. Um, we went to the Junior Young Museum. Yes. Because was the mummy there then? I don't know. But we also stayed in, at Angel Island. We did. And we had to sleep out on the beach. Mm. And it was <laughs> fucking horrible. No, yeah. we, no, 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 no. You're, you're confusing this. No, no, no. That was the fourth grade. T- didn't we stay no, in like we, a hostel? we stayed. Uh, we did. Oh, it was Angel Island. Mm-hmm. It was like the YMCA or something. Well, no, we stayed out on the beach one time because it was a big thing. You had to use a tarp to cover you. The and beach, I was the most miserable I'd ever been in my fucking life. The beach was Santa Cruz. No, we didn't go down to Santa Cruz. We didn't go that far. We just stayed in the San Francisco area. Where was Banana Slugs? Same place. Oh, it was? Yeah. So we this, was, nature this is what was so wild to me about the fourth grade thing. So we get down to this place, right? This would never happen now. No. No, so you partner, not. you partner up with one person. And my girlfriend at the time was Holly. Do you remember her? Yes. And I, I was like in Holly. love with her. I do remember Holly. I, I fall in love with girls. And they were like, so you're going to go with your partner? And we are like, okay. And we're all standing out there. And they're like, have a good time. Meet us back here at four. Do you remember that? And we were like, what? They were yeah. like, have a good time. And we were like. At the Exploratorium? They just let us go. Yeah. We just like, got a, let loose in there. A kid with a kid and knock yourself out. Everybody had a, a partner. You can never pull that shit off now. I don't even <laughs> well, if you're I remember. If you're inside a controlled environment. I don't matter. think you could even do that now. I, I, I yeah. remember Precious Little so? about the yeah. Exploratorium. I remember Mucho about staying at like the YMCA. And I remember that fucking beach because. Look, they people get lost in fucking Walmart, you know. Yeah. They, they let them loose there. Why wouldn't they let them loose at the Exploratorium? I try not to let my children loose in those places, but... I don't know, The man. youngest just wanders away. Yeah. I get nervous dropping Cameron off for work. I'm like, are you going to be okay? He's like, I... I mean, it's a He's control- like, I'm going to tell my boss to fuck off. I'll call you in 15 He's minutes. Like, I'm 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. It's just my ass. It's literally a controlled environment. There's cameras everywhere. And yeah. There wasn't there cameras, wasn't cameras then. We're old as fuck, No, spot, right dude. now. Oh, and now there And is, there, are, yeah. there were cameras then. They just weren't as good right that's true <laughs> actually they were better but that's that's neither here nor they ca- there they captured the same amount of the security all, is that a man in a trench coat or is that cubert <laughs> it's cubert shut up it's same yeah same both thing. both it's a same man thing. it's yeah. cubert in a trench coat it's cubert on man's shoulders yeah in a trench coat <laughs> i hop on my shoulders cubert <laughs> i still have a thing about san francisco poop or pee or not i i love i have a fascination with that city i would i, I haven't been to many other places but i you know there are super cool parts like he said like there's japantown there's chinatown there's niches of it and and i just can't wrap my head around a lot of them but i've been to lots of different things in different places like i've been to a dueling piano bar i've been to the orphan theater i've been lots of weird places in san francisco a couple of really great restaurants but all in all i'd have to say 
It smells like piss. It does, but it has everything. And I'll give you an example. You can go even into the tourist part of it, which is going to be like Fisherman's Wharf, Pier 39, yeah. Ghirardelli Square. Yeah. And there's a lot to do just right there. And I mean... When I was a kid, that was like our our fun little thing. My dad would be like, I don't know, whacked out of his mind and whatever he was shooting up. And he would like, he would like wake me up in the morning early and be like, we're going to go to San Francisco today. It's like a surprise. And we would just like get in the car and like drive down San Francisco. And we did like the place where there's like a bunch of like video game machines, like old like pinballs and weird shit. We did that one time. That's on, that's probably on. It's close to like Pier 39. Yeah, that's that's Pier 39. That's part of. Mike, what was the amphitheater you just showed? Is that the Koran? I think uh, that's an orphan. No, uh, I saw. I, I I've actually seen uh, in in uh, nineteen ninety eight. I actually saw Phantom of the Opera in San Francisco. Oh, I wow. I got to see Wicked there. Um, I also have been to a strip club um, on the edge of the financial district at noon on a Wednesday. Larry Flint's Hustler Club. No, I did not go to the oh. Hustler Club. It was something much much less entertaining than that. Oh. So I mean, you know, when the strippers going, why are you here right now on a Wednesday at noon? And you're was like, anybody there? One bum. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have anything else to do right now. Yeah. And I'm already drunk from sitting in the Irish pub. So I'm going to sit here because it's air conditioned. It was just you and her? <laughs> yeah. It's like, stop. She's like, you want to buy me a drink? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, here's a five. Just Except inter- they don't serve booze, right? Because yeah, it's full yeah. nudity. Yeah. She's like, you want to buy me an icy? I was like, I was actually just curious as to what was going on in here. <laughs> I didn't know what was on the other side. Now I know. What are you looking at, Mike? I was looking at the- uh, Willie Nelson. One. I've been at the I've been to the Fillmore. I haven't been to the Fillmore. Is the Quran a place, or did I make that up? The Quran is a religious text. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking up. What's the place in San Francisco that I went to and saw Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> Come on, give me a name. Was it a, the Fillmore? It could be the Fillmore. I'm yeah. sure it could have been the Fillmore or the Orpheum Theater because it's been there forever. Um, the Quran is a, a religious text. Yeah, the Quran. I don't think yeah. I've been there. <laughs> I don't think I've been to that one. Oh, the Muslim Bible? Oh, the yeah, fuck that. <laughs> See, he's he's, yeah, up. he's Googling it now. Like, what, do they just have, like, a continuous show? Or, I mean, it's got to be times where they, like, go in and out, right? These fucking tickets were 90 bucks in, yeah. to sit, like, in the parking lot. Yeah. In, Orpheum. You probably saw it at the Orpheum. Yeah, that's that, right. Maybe that's what it was. I took my friend Jamie. Because it falls under the spell of the longest-running show in Broadway history. Oh, right. Good. No, it was it was a it was a nice theater. What I thought was funny is so like I took I took our friend Jamie and um I made her go with me. Who the fuck is Jamie? My friend Jamie. You better not talk to Joe. She won't talk to Joe. I swear. Fucking cut you. Pretty pretty sure she won't talk to Joe. Okay. She probably will not talk to All Joe. Right. Um, but she um I made her go with me and she was like I don't even know what to wear and I was like well it's theater pants like, you're going to the theater like we need to like kind of dress up. <laughs> So we did. We wore like nice dresses. We weren't like going to the prom or anything. What kind of we nice were, dresses? Describe them to me. Like, I don't even remember. It's been years now. So we wore like nice dresses. <laughs> Slow down. And yeah. Slow dress down. Shoes no, describe it to me. And dress shoes and everything. And we go in and we get seated and she looks around and there's people in jeans and she looks at me and she goes, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I'm like, I thought people used to dress to go to theater. Like, they I don't did. know what this is. Like, I thought that was like a thing. You had to do it. Like, I think all these people are just uncultured swines. They are. So... We're good. Yeah. If you go, if you go to a Broadway show, like Phantom of the Opera or whatever, Hamilton, you should put on something nice, right? And not a bowling shirt. You know, <laughs> the the fucking the the black and white bowling shirt. I, I'm nothing against Sir Tommy Bahama, you know, however, <laughs> fucking sure. the Sopranos or whatever else like that. Wear a so nice, not, long, not my velvet sweatsuit. Yeah, wear a nice long sleeve shirt. 
All in pants or, you know, even women can wear dress pants. Speaking of that, I've decided that I'm going to start dressing like a dyke. I'm thinking pantsuits with tennis shoes. I am too. Like an Ellen DeGeneres kind of a thing? I'm going to start wearing tracksuits. I love tracksuits. I really do. You know, the matching tracksuits making a comeback from the juicy couture days. Yes. Yeah. I've decided because like I've seen the look and I'm like, and all I could think about it, I was like, God, I bet. I bet they're comfortable wearing those tennis Who the shoes. the fuck is Juicy Couture? I don't know. It's those velvet jump... Do you remember the velvet sweatsuits that everybody was wearing in like the oh, late yeah. 90s, early 2000s? That's that's the thing. I, I, remember the, the Adidas where you could just rip your pants off? Yeah. Yes. They just come they off and snap down the side? Yep. They still have those. Yeah. And they date. Breakaway hey, pants. Hey. Breakaway pants. Yeah. Hey, you know about the cargo pants? You can unzip and make them shorts. <laughs> hey, you know about those? Hey, this is how I gay. don't have a pair of those. This is I what just... a faggot Kellen is. So... <laughs> It's uh, sorry, Kellen. It's like uh, we were younger, so a while ago, ten yeah. years, tw- fifteen years ago. So Kellen buys a fucking sewing machine, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And nice he's like, for him. He's like, "I want to sew my own like fucking capri pants or some right. faggot thing." Please refrain from using <laughs> ethnic slurs. And I was like, "You are," and he was pulling a lot of fucking trim at the time. Like he fucked every girl at Lowe's. That he worked at. You know what? Lowe's and Lowe's and Home Depot, dude, they do that. It's bad. It's worse it than the was. restaurant business. The, Kellen, it's weird. Like, I was like, where were you last night? He's like, I slept in the parking lot at Lowe's. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because I, I got off at 11. I had to work at 6. I have a buddy that was working at Home Depot. Yeah. Can't do that. And he I can't do that. He, like, he could then. No, you can't. You're not allowed to. It's nope. illegal. He hey, pulled, if you knew my brother, he does not give a drop of piss about what you think he can and cannot the fuck do. No, no. <laughs> I literally yeah. cannot schedule. They cannot schedule him. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Well, I, I'm sure he just was no, like, it's whatever. eight hours. You have to do eight I, hours. I don't. I don't fucking know. That's fucking, what he told me. Who knows? Maybe he was having sex with a fucking. There was a girl there. And I was like, have you fucked every girl there now? And he's like, every girl but bird nose girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I was like, I saw Bird Nose Girl. <laughs> like, is it like No Nose Carney at the Auburn Fair where you're like, I've seen no, that guy? Like, her nose was so pronounced that I saw a girl recently and I was like, trying to do the math. I was like, could that possibly, could that possibly fucking be Bravo Bird Rubs, Nose Girl? This is what else is funny. This is what else is funny about Kellen yeah. when he worked at Lowe's. He's like, do you yeah. want anything from Lowe's? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, anything I could fit in my pocket. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he's like, I steal shit all the time. He's like, you want a knife or something? And I was like, he's like, look, I stole this knife today. And I was like, yeah, get me a knife like that. He's like, done. <laughs> so I had a buddy that was working at Home Depot and yeah. he was telling me stories about it. And so what happened was, is he was telling me like how this story, of course, came. I'm going to tell you in the reverse order of how I heard it. So I need you to imagine how that came out. So essentially what happened is it was this chick that he decided he was going to do. Takes her into the restroom of the Home Depot that he was working at with this chick because they all I found out then from him that they all sleep with each other worse than restaurants. It's worse than the movie Waiting. It's like terrible. Rage anal fucked her in this (laughs) stall. Wiped his dick on one of the ass gaskets and left and then got a dick infection from it. And had to like go to the doctor about it. So I get it in pieces of like, well, I had to go to the doctor because of some sort of infection. And I'm like, what do you mean you have an infection? And he's like, I have like an infection. I'm like, pretty sure they call that an STD. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's not an STD. I was like, how do you know? He's like, because I had to go to the doctor. And I was like, what is it? And he was like, it's like a bacterial infection. I'm like, how the fuck did you get a bacterial infection? Are you having someone shit in your dick hole? And he's like, well. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Let me, uh, let me tell you the story. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) What? I'm like, I shop at Home Depot. Please don't do that in the restrooms. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I know, 
right? Are you shitting me right no. now? No. So you got to tell Kellen. He'll be like, oh, yeah, they used to do that all the time. Since we're on fucking Uncle Kellen and his fucking keto keto fucking diet. Oh, he's on the keto? He no. either weighs 240 or he weighs 140. I can't, every time it's different. But uh, this is proof that that nigger listens. So I'm driving down here to... Please refrain from using ethnic slurs. And so I'm driving go. down here today and uh, this pops up because he listened to last week. Oh, it did. Shawshank, Redemption, Temple of Doom, Predator, Wedding Crashers, and Goonies. And Goonies is a very, very close, could almost make my top five. I keep forgetting about the Goonies, yeah. and it's a good fucking movie. I might the have to change uh, Black I don't know. You can't get rid of Black Stallion. That's your favorite. But I did, I want to go on record as saying I did a change of Clockwork Orange to uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Clockwork Orange is pretty good. I was listening to that one she recently. died of the rape. I was listening to that one recently. I was like, you don't do two directors in your fucking top five. Why not? You make it all the same idiot. director. Who cares? I know. Why not? I, I really, like that. really for yeah. me, it's the top 25. Otherwise, I get nervous. I'm like, I'm fucking this up. See, it's I your have, opinion. It's, yeah. I have lots that I'm I need like, top 25. No, I have a lot five. of movies that I can watch and rewatch. <sighs> But like my ones that are like that I would actually like save on my phone are ones that most people would be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like the only two that I have uploaded to watch an emergency on my phone if I'm stuck on a flight somewhere is Dodgeball and and Role Models. I have (laughs) I have Family Guy, something, 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 Dark Side. That's great. uh, Which is the Empire Strikes Back version episode. I have uh, Batman, (laughs) The Dark Knight Returns, part one and part two. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Back when you can't say younger. the Dark Knight Returns Part One and Part Two. You of all the fuck people should know that. I I used the to Dark get Knight Returns Bogart. Part One and Part Two on my phone. Hand jobs. He, what? What? The so, Dark Knight Returns is one fucking movie. No, it's not. It's two. There's two Dark Knight Returns. No, there's only one. Mike's I'm just really fist confused. fucking me on this. You're talking about the first Christian Bale Batman, which is called Batman, which is called American Psycho Batman. No, it does have some fag title. American to it. Psycho would be on. My top five. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, real quick then, Mike. He's like, oh, Heather, shit, let's change my top five. Wait, 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 wait. You're going to do your top five right now. You ready? Can you do it right now? I don't know if I can do it right now. I'm not prepared. I can't. I'm not going to make this decision. <laughs> Give me two. Uh, just just list off movies you like. Yeah. Dog no, 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 no. That's not how it fucking works. You don't just list off movies that you like. That, like this well, is the that's top exactly five. how it works. He just ground my fucking eyeballs out, and now it's just list five movies that you like. That's exactly. <laughs> That's What's exactly fuck? how the fucking thing works. Coming for the guys, Dark Knight 1 and 2. Yeah, fuck you. That's a lie. That's not what they're called. Gone with the Wind, American Psycho. You know nothing about cinema, sir. True that, my nigger. <laughs> Gone with the Wind. It's, I love Gone with the Wind. Christopher Nolan's is The Dark Knight. This one is called The Dark Knight Returns. Oh, he's right. I'm wrong. Again. Again. Wait, wait, where's your thing? What's your thing? Where's your uh, thing? Oh, no. Do the thing. What thing? The one. Please refrain no. from using Clay's voice. Once again, you're wrong, or whatever it is. Oh. Well, as usual, you're wrong. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so then- okay, well, hold on. Let me let me explain something. Okay. Um, there was so Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Came out in the '80s, and then Christopher Nolan did The Dark Knight, and and it had some shades of that. And then um, an animated guy said, "I want to do a version of of uh, Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns." 
as as a uh, animation. So he oh. he did it in two parts. So. I I was confused as usual. I thought you were talking. No no about no. I I I wasn't being very forthcoming. You know where I was, I was going I was, with yeah, it though. I was fucking the, with you. The three in that one canon. Is, yeah, yeah yeah. Begins yeah. returns. Which I I I don't care for the first one at all. I like the first one. I don't like the third one. I also like, I like the, the second and the third one. Yeah. Two, okay. So listen, Tombstone is I with the I was trying to think of what are the classics that I've bought in every like way that I could buy them. Like I have them, I had them on VHS, and then I got them on DVD, and then I got them on whatever. Like God, if we could have all that money back, right? I kind of jumped down the rabbit hole with uh with like a, a week or so back, going through Val Kilmer's character. Um, is it because you were watching the Val thing? No, I did because I need to watch that. I no, it. this this is before the Val thing. Okay. Before I knew that there was a documentary, um, it just uh, the hell's his character's name? Doc Holliday. Thank you. So, right. what are you trying? To I do? I I fell down the rabbit hole of, of of going through a Doc Holliday phase for like a week. Yeah. Because Johnny Ringo, mm-hmm. played by Michael Bean. Mm-hmm. So that whole sequence where Val Kilmer shoots Johnny Ringo dead, so or Doc Holliday, never happened in real life. Doc right. Holliday was in Colorado at trial. When that whole thing went down, but they found Johnny Ringo's body like six feet from that spot where that whole thing happened mm-hmm. with a bullet hole in his head. And they're like, how the hell did he get a bullet hole in his he head? He was dehydrated and shot himself. That's the story. That's oh. more true than the other stories because there's no way that... Because he didn't want to go through any more suffering? Yeah, well, he, he was like literally near a stream, mm. but he was so whacked out on drugs yeah. and Coyote. booze yeah. that he just fucking, he was either hallucinating... And just decided to. I think there was also another problem. He may have had syphilis, or he he had a disease like tuberculosis, like just everybody like everybody else back then. Yeah, and or then a nasty like, bacterial infection in his penis, or a tooth infection. And he's like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> tooth infections hurt. Yeah, and Holiday's a dentist, but I don't get along with this guy, so fuck it, bam. But but Johnny Ringo was hanging out with people, and he like disappeared, and they're like, where the fuck did Ringo go? And then they found his body like a week later, huh, not far from where they were. Did you watch the Val documentary? No. Did you see how defensive I got when you no. referred to Mike as the one that watched it? No, 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 no. I, I thought maybe he had. No, 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 no. I've, I've seen I fucking the, watched it. I've he, seen the. Tra- I'm not a documentary it. guy, man. I've, I'm the documentary person. This girl is. This girl is yeah. too. I mean, I I think it's really cool, but I just can't dedicate. He's got to do this now. Yeah. It's really sad. Is it? Uh, from the most beautiful man that ever lived, probably. Dude, he definitely does not look like the most beautiful man these days. He, no, that, I, so also, if I was going to fucking do it, that would have been it. He's I also got that, I think that my husband cancer. like hey, like God, 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 God. made his entire like younger day look after Iceman. And then just like oh, didn't so quite make it there. May I? Yes. So the way he was was like, and he got it with Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. As uh, the Doors movie, yeah, Oliver Stone. So if he wanted to be in something, he would literally spend his own money to do like a. He'd make up a little mockumentary thing of the movie of him and the character, mm-hmm. and send it in. And if you watch the documentary, it's fascinating because he missed a lot of things that other people got right. Okay, and it was always like so. It went to Sean Penn or it went to so and so because he wasn't really at first a like a right. I guess he was kind of like a. And then finally he, but he he was still getting parts. Finally, he gets it with the doors because he went out and went into the studio. And a lot of the stuff you see in the movie, it's like he made it easy for Oliver Stone almost because they show the documentary and they show him, they show his, and they show the actual footage. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just back up real quick. 
the the whole point of the documentary is is he has a warehouse full of tapes that he did on his own home movie. Okay, so it, it shows him auditioning his tapes to Oliver Stone as Jim Morrison, and it's him in the chair as mm-hmm. he's the old Jim Morrison, not old because he died when he's twenty seven, right. but he's he's got the full beard and he's put weight on and he's drinking whiskey and he's smoking cigarettes. That was one of the things. Also, him live in concert and, and like he said, I studied every single movement that Jim Morrison did. And I mean, I've, I've read articles that said that the, um, so Jim Morrison passes away and then uh, the, the remainder of the band members in the Doors movie come, the, the, the movie comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And they would play Jim Morrison singing and they would play Val Kilmer singing and they were confusing it back and forth. They're like, no, that's absolutely Jim Morrison. The, the, the members of the uh, Ray and all these guys, yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, guys Robbie, the they're saying that's, that's Jim Morrison. And it was like, no, that, that <laughs> one is, um, who the fuck are we talking about? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah. So it's a fascinating documentary and it is sad. I, I, I recommended it. it to my mom and she couldn't get past the. And, you know, at one point it shows him and he's he's signing stuff at Comic-Con and he gets tired. You know, and this is all contemporary stuff. Right. Yeah. And he's thrown up in the trash can and they show the whole thing. And it's like it broke my heart, you know, but he has a relationship with his son and all these things. Kidding? And, it, and they go on to say, like, he was really hard to work with, but the parts they were putting him in, like, uh, Ghost in the Darkness and the Island of Dr. Monroe, and he, uh, or whatever it is, yeah. and, and he was saying, like, he was saying at some point in Hollywood, and you touched on this before also, he's like, they, they went from making movies to, like, they didn't give a fuck. Right. Like, he would come to them and be like, shouldn't we do this or that? And they're like, we don't care. And it shows that, too. Like, he goes up with a camera, and the guy's yeah. like, turn the camera off, to the director, and he's mm-hmm. like, I'll turn the camera off. When you address this with me and the guy's like, fuck you. Right. So, um, you know, as we all know, it just I'm, it didn't become about putting out a quality product at some point, uh, especially, you know, in that era. It was just about pushing something down the down the, putting down the pipes. Yeah. Yeah. So, we did have a lot of shit movies there for a while. Yeah. How, for are we a while? On, <laughs> how are we doing on time? Island. That's hilarious. You said Dr. Monroe. And, I, and Monroe. I just wanted to just look because I think Marvin Monroe is the doctor in on The Simpsons. Oh. So I was just I was going to look it up and just make, you know, make fun of me. Well, no, it's going to be. Yeah. But no. Monroe, <laughs> yeah, right? no, but I look up Dr. Monroe and then the first thing that comes up on Google search is, well, second thing, Dr. Monroe Island. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You, you you had no awareness of it whatsoever. No, it's just why would the Marlon Brando movie? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. and then he goes up to Marlon Brando, who's swinging in a hammock, and he's all in his fatness. And Mar Brando at this point probably couldn't give something you would say he, he couldn't give part of a fuck about anything, right? And he is and the he's mo- like super fat, and, and he's oh yeah, that's he's him. the most friendly out of all of them to Kilmer. Uh, that's the same one where Kilmer sets the camera down, and the director's being just an absolute cunt, right? Yeah. And and Brando's swinging back and forth, and I've heard this about Brando. He got to a point where he I don't even know why he bothered to go out and be in it. Not only that, but they said okay, this picture right here, he was so large, like that's I don't even not even really Brando. Himself. Oh. That's not even really Brando. I don't know if anything in that movie besides it's actually the, Brando. It's that somebody else and he's swinging in his hammock and he's and but he's that's Brando. But Brando's actually cordial to him. He's, he's like, like he's laying on the beach trying to like, himself hey, like a whale. He's like, hey kid, what's going on? You know, uh, what a piece of shit movie that probably is. Though. Oh, I'm sure it's horrible. I don't, you want, you now I have to watch it. And yeah, you said it before, Mike. You were like, Ghost in the Darkness is a piece of dog shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's on fucking Pluto like every other day. And that's that's why I watched it. Uh, it's about lions in Africa. 
Oh, I think that's the one, Ryan, that you watched where the lions were hunting people. Yeah. 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 He watched that. Cola. What about it? Nothing. Oh. Better than Pepsi? I don't know. I haven't had Jolt Cola in years. Do they even have it anymore? I think so. There is. It's still around. Did it taste like almost like coffee or something? No. I don't know. Tastes like Pepsi. Did it? Yeah, it tastes like flat Pepsi or flat yeah. Coke. But it was full of more caffeine, so it was supposed to be cool. Twice the caffeine and all the sugar. Way back in the day. So after work, I get a tall can now because I'm trying to get off of the, the poison drinks. You yeah. Know? And so I'm back on like, I'm like, am I having a Paps or a Rolling Rock? or a- Going in the light. So Ice House. Is- yes. So Ice House ends up being my favorite one. So I go to the gas station. It's got the coldest Ice House. Right. So they run out and I'm like, you motherfuckers. Like you, the, the spot's empty. Yeah. And then I was like, imagine that. I'm not going to try to talk to him about it because I know, I know I'm not going to get anywhere. Right. Then I come back and they got it filled in with something called Bush, which is, mm. it's probably Bush all Anheuser Bush, but I was like, yeah. Bush? <laughs> I don't want to drink Bush. I want Ice House. What the fuck are you guys doing to me? So I'm going to have to, and it's that gas station with the dinosaur. Yes. Well, you should probably have a Sunoco. Which, by the way, you go to get gas there, and I have to run the highest one. Yeah. So I buy gas there, and it's like 87 or diesel. And I'm like, 87? You can't get anything else. I was like, this is the most. Just go across the street to the Arco. I'm like, you guys are fucking up. I'm going to have to. No, because I, I have to get something on the right. I'm on the right-hand side of the road. <laughs> Heather, I'm going up 49. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. There getting it is. Turnaround. Ice house. Oh, 5.5. Of course. This is probably Bud Ice. I should just get Bud Ice. You should get Bud is Ice. It Mike, is it Anheuser-Busch? It's got to be. Let's see who makes it. If uh, it is, I'll just... Brewed in Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee. So it's, I guess it's not... Milwaukee. Wait a minute. St. You... Louis is wait, wait, in wait, wait, wait. Colorado? No. No. Oh. It's in St. Louis. Arkansas. Also, why, Denver Airport. Why it's is possibly. it that when you go to a website for alcohol, it asks you to enter your date of birth when you're just looking at a website? Legal reasons. I'm not buying alcohol, and no, there is no such See, thing this, as legal reasons. This for kind this. of shit gets Mike fucking hot. It does. And the His funny thing eyeballs is, eyeballs are glowing like that horse at the fucking Denver Airport this right now. In my Arkansas. children do not know how old I am, but they know my my year of birth because they enter Plank Road. <laughs> Plank Road. Where? Milwaukee. See, it's its Milwaukee. own thing. It's its own fucking thing. Well, actually, Wayne, the natives pronounced it Milwaukee. Where's Milwaukee again? In sodomy? Green is in Wisconsin. Oh. What's sodomy again? <laughs> it's in the butt. Oh, that's right. No, it's in the butt. sexual penetration. It really is. It doesn't mean in the butt. No. I think it's in the butt. It is not. No, sodomy just means penetration. In the butt. So you could be like picking your, your nose Sexual intercourse involving anal or oral. Oh, it is in oh. the butt. See? Or the mouth. Or the mouth. But, so hence the phrase, ass to mouth. What does sodomizing someone mean? Click that one. Up there. That one. That one. Unnatural or abnormal sexual intercourse on a person. According to That's who? the definition of sodom- sodomize. When you penetrate a person anally, this is an example of when you sodomize that person. But that's, that's not the definition. That's, that's someone giving a definition to a non-definition. See, and this is outdated because I think incest with an amputee midget is more Abnormal sexual this. intercourse. Especially if you've been eating coffee maybe. beans. I mean, I, well, if you maybe. have sex with a midget amputee, Okay. That's abnormal sexual intercourse. How is that? It's not abnormal to the midget amputee. It's but just it's abnor- it, But it is abnormal. Just because you don't run across Because that? it's probably fetishized. Fetish fetish sex is also abnormal sex. Fucking your dog isn't sodomy. Yes, it is. That's abnormal sex. And what's worse is you're a coroner. So this amputee midget... Could be dead. Could be on ice. It's probably dead. Yeah. 
that's where we get the name Ice House. Yes. And that's why I drink Ice House. Thank you, Michael. Good. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Good night. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Laura. Good night, Gracie.